title of the message, you probably would figure this out, is, is thank you. You say, well, you mean you have to have a Thanksgiving message on Thanksgiving Day? Well, yeah, because <laughs> really, like has been said, that's supposed to be a lifestyle. That's not supposed to just be, <clears throat> just be for Thanksgiving. Uh, when we get the revelation of he's already done everything for us, what a difference it makes in our life. It really does. I, uh, I only tasted one chili last week. I have to, so I, my vote was illegal. <laughs> and I knew who owned the one that I tasted. <laughs> that made it really illegal. I'm glad it went good. That's awesome. I still wonder about Cindy voting. <laughs> Was there many absentee ballots given, Jenny, where you at? <clears throat> That's about, and think about that. We got an absentee ballot because we didn't taste anything. Well, that's what happens in the politics. They have an absentee ballot. They don't have no idea what they're even talking about. That's the way it is. Ephesians 5.20, if you're taking notes. It says, give thanks always for all things unto God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Give thanks in, give thanks in all things. A scripture that we bypass when we read because we think, well, that's, you know, that's if everything works. Well, that's not the way it works. And I'm going to get into it a little bit because it's just so important to recognize that Thanksgiving is the biggest faith word that you can give. Because what you're doing is you're thanking him no matter what your situation or circumstance. Butch, I hate that you're going to be going through, but God's got it, bud. I'm telling you. And for me, everybody, I've only got 11 treatments left. I've done 30, I don't know, 44 is the total of it, so you, you add it up, but I've got 11 to go. But God's good, even in the midst of what I'm going through. If you don't come to the place of just walking in trust, you can't give, you can't give thanks because you think you've got a part to play. You have nothing to play. It's already decided. My life is decided. My coming, my goal is decided. I knew when I was 12 I was going to be pastoring, and he's had me here for 34 years. I, was so, I, I pulled up this morning. I said, Lord, I've been stuck here. And I don't mean that the wrong way, but I've been here for 34 years. That's, most pastors cannot say that. And I've run a lot of people off, not meaning to, but I have. Come on, let's, let's be honest. I've run people off, and people left for no reason at all. That's just the way it is. Many times I felt like I'm driving a bus and you just kind of open the door and they get off and they get on. But we're still here. And I could write a book on the attacks that we've had here. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful the ones that come, the ones that go. And it's amazing how I'm restoring relationships on ones that left for no reason at all. It's been so cool to watch that. Why? Because God's got all of this. This is His church. You all hear me? And it's the same in everything in your life. Uh, Jenny brought it up. We don't have a big crowd now that gets together in our family. Dad and mom's gone and da-da-da-da-da. But there, there, it seems like when you go to gatherings and Christmas and Thanksgiving, you've always got members that you just as soon not spend time with. 
Well, start right now and be thankful for those people because they're, they're definitely there for a reason because everything happens in your life for a reason. I was sharing with a, a lady down where I'm getting therapy, and I shared with her that it doesn't matter what's going on. He always makes it good. Get, now, get that. No matter what goes on in your life, the ups and downs, and we've all got them. He said, in this world, you will have tribulation. But listen. With a thankful heart, you can say thank you because I know that I know that I know that I know. Everything I've walked through, he's turning it for good. Chris's situation, I cannot even express to you the lives that he's touching, setting in prison. You say, well, how long is it going to be? It may be till he gets raptured. But it doesn't matter because he's at more peace now than he's ever been. Why? Because of thanksgiving, because of giving thanks in all circumstances. First Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for that is the will of God in Christ Jesus. In everything give thanks. Not just when things go good. Not just when you make payments. Not just when you've got enough to make the payments. Talk about a blessing. I was just talking to Kevin and Sandy for church and they bought a home in Perryville, and then they had another home to get rid of. They put it, on, they put it up for sale Thursday, and they sold it Friday. You know what? <laughs> That's because they knew God would take care of it. And if he didn't, he still would take care of it. That's just, that's why it's so important to get a revelation here. See, we, we, all, we all want refreshing in our life. We all want deliverance in life. We all want these things that, that makes our day better. We're going to go through things, but we, all want, we always want the better. Well, let me, let me give you this great revelation. Change your attitude. I, I love it. Don't you, don't you love it when you, you see people and you say, Good morning. And they say, just hang around. <laughs> or you say, good morning. And they say, well, so far. Or it's early. Or where have you been? I'm glad you think so. The glad you think so's probably will never be blessed. Because they're not thinking so. See, I don't care, and I'm going to repeat it again. I don't care what's going on in your life. It'll be okay. But, Pastor, you don't know my situation. I don't need to know your situation. I know what the Word says. And the Word says to be thankful in everything because I took care of it. I suffered and I died for all of this. You are my blessing. You are my family. I have a... You know... The more the, the satellites are going out and the more the telescopes are going out, the more they're realizing that the new James Webb telescope is blowing their minds because they thought they had this all figured out, the Big Bang Theory. It's destroying every bit of that. But to think, as big as this place is, as big as our galaxy is, as big as it is, we are the ones... They're loved on this little bitty rock. This, and by the way, anybody that thinks it's flat, it's round. 
I mean, we've got pictures of it. It's like a ball. And there's a purpose for that. <laughs> this little bitty rock we live on, he's got all this other stuff that he's doing and going and continued, let there be light, and he just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going, but yet he always comes back to you and I. And all he wants us to do is to build a relationship, and in that relationship is someone that is thankful. Don't you hate to be around someone that never says thank you? And everybody's got one or two. You do things for them, and things go on in their life, but you'll never hear them say thank you. They're usually the ones that are grouchy and complaining all the time and carrying on. But you know, there, there's a, back, in, back in the old, old covenant, and I'm not going to go there, in Joel 2, 21 through 25, it's, it's just a short four verses that literally says, Be glad and rejoice. Don't fear. Look what I'm giving you. I'll meet every need you've got. Now, this is paraphrased. I'll restore whatever, whatever has, has, you've lost. But at the very end of it, it says, just rejoice and give thanks. You say, well, I'm having a hard time. I'm dying of cancer. I can't see. I don't have a, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, yes, you do. You've got an opportunity to watch God work with your faith because your faith is your thankfulness. It works in both ways. You give thanks because of what he did. You give thanks because of what he already did that you're going to have coming down the road. He continually blesses your life. That's his whole goal. God is not a get you God. God has already got you. He's already took care of it. He suffered and died for all of your sins. He took care of all the mistakes you're going to make. He took care of all the mistakes you already have made. But he's got that, so why wouldn't we want to be a person that's always thankful for every situation and every circumstance? See, without, really, really, without thankfulness, which is without faith, you're in sin. Because the Bible says that without faith, it's sin. And how can you have faith if you don't have thankfulness? Because what is, what is faith? Faith is the substance, Hebrews 11 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not yet seen. Simple. But there has to be a thankfulness because you have to be thankful that you've got it already in your faith. Lord, I've got this. Thank you, Lord, I've got my healing. I say it daily, Lord, I thank you. I know I'm going through therapy. I know I'm going through this stupid radiation. I, when, my, when my intestines are going every way but the direction it's supposed to be going and they don't know what it's doing, and Lord, thank you that you've got this. Thank you that you designed porcelain that I can sit on. You say, well, Pastor, you're getting pretty graphic. This, <laughs> I got to quit saying it. This too will pass. I'm taking that out of my, my vocabulary for a little while. But he's got it. You say, well, what if that never changes? He's still got it. Come on, follow me. 
Quit griping and grumbling and complaining. That's what the Israelites did. They, he opened up the Red Sea. They walked across on dry land, and no more than they got on the other side, and they watched, they watched all the armies get engulfed in water, and they immediately started complaining. Then they complained because they, all they had was manna every day. They didn't have to get up. All they had to do was go out and scrape it off the ground, and it was eatable, and they had it in stew. They had it in, they, they made it every way, I'm sure. And then, they wanted, they, then they wanted meat. Well, he'd give them meat. The best thing to do is say, Lord, thank you that you're taking care. Forty years he fed them. Forty years. Lord, thank you that you've got my situation. Lord, thank you that you've got my circumstances. Lord, thank you. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by thanksgiving. Can I just say it this way? We walk by thanksgiving. You say, well, I'm not thankful I didn't get it. You're going to get it. Get that revelation. You, if it says it in the word that it's yours, it's, it's no different than he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That means he'll never leave you or forsake you. When it says, I will give you the fullness of Christ, that doesn't mean he's going to. That means he has. I'll meet every need you have. That doesn't mean he's going to. That means he has. That means we stand in a place where, Lord, thank you. Right now, the, the church finances are really pretty tight. But it's his church, and he's going to take care of it. Uh, do you lose sleep over a pastor? No. He's got it. And I could go on and on with the situations and circumstances in my life, let alone if I added everybody here that what they're walking through and what's taking place. Those are in school. Those are in sports. Those are in... The other night, Aubrey playing basketball for championship. And they were tied 50-50. There was a bad call made, which threw the momentum the other way. They lost by one or two or three or something because of that score. Oh, it's a heartbreaker. But God uses everything. But I didn't like it. What's that got to do with it? Uh, we had Wednesday night, we had uh, Dr. Jeremiah on video. And one of the statements he made is wrong with me. All week, he said, truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. Truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. This is, folks, there's been millions and millions and millions of books wrote. Opinions and ideas even about this one. But this is the only one that is totally true. And if you can get that revelation and say, Lord, I'm so thankful that you've got the answer in here. I'm so thankful that every problem, every situation, every circumstance is in here. And the answer is in here. Now, I have to dig it out, and I have, to, I have to learn it. But then when I see it, I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Okay, I read it. It's the truth. All my old lifestyle is dead for influence. Now, I have a choice. I can choose that's true, or I can make my own choice, and I'll reap what I sow. But I reap what I sow no matter what choice I make, so why wouldn't I want to choose and be thankful for what he's already given me and know that he's got this, he's taking care of me. Romans 4, 17 says, He calls those things which do not exist as though they were. He gives you the same authority. 
That's what faith is. That's what thanksgiving is. And you don't have, you don't, you don't just say thank you for thanks on turkey day. All turkey does is make you sleepy. You're, thank, you're, you're thankful for your family. You're thankful for everything that's around your life. You're thankful for him, but you're supposed to be thankful for that all of the time. I love Psalm 69, verse 30. It says, I, I will praise the name of God, and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. You say, well, when do I do that? Just when I worship? No, every day. Your whole life. Every situation, every circumstance. And it's really good to do it when it don't go your way. Because you only get upset, you only get mad when you don't get your way. You're only arguing with your wife, you're only arguing with your husband when you don't get your way. So wouldn't it be better just to stop trying to get your way and be thankful for that way? And come to that place in your life where, okay, you've got to fix them. By the way, fix me. And thank you that I'm going to be fixed. Thank you that life is going to get better. Psalms 100 verse 4, everybody knows this one. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Wow. A thankful heart, folks, tends to bring blessings along. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know, Back in what it's in, it's in Matthew, if you would want to write that down. Matthew 8, 5, 10, and 23. The centurion, the soldier, went to Jesus. And he said, I've got one that's just sick, 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 dying at home. And Jesus said, well, let's go heal him. He was thankful in a way different than, than what I've been talking about. His faith was, no, no, no. You're busy. I'm not even worthy for you to come to my house, but I am so thankful that you're going to take care of that without me even going, without you even going. Thank you that you're going to do it. That's, that's exactly what he was saying. I trust in you. I've seen what you've done. I know you can take care of this. I believe in you, and I'm very thankful that you're going to take care of that while you have other things to do. And he did. Oh, I, blind Bartimaeus on the roadside, hollering for Jesus. And they tried to quiet him down, hollering for Jesus. Heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me. Bring him over here. Do you know what he did? Well, I love this. You know where his thankfulness happened? He knew that he was going to get healed. He took off his beggar coat and threw it on the ground. That was his thing. Lord, thank you that you're going to take care of this. That's faith. See, that's, that's, please grab this. Life, life is life. We are in a current, could you imagine living in Israel right now? Number one, the, the, one of the major things over there is tourism. Well, it's come to an absolute screeching halt. So everybody has to have faith in God. They have to trust that he's going to take care of this. And you know what? He is. I'm amazed at the number of people in America that don't have a clue what's going on. And they're rallying for the Palestine. 
They're rallying for Hamas. They're rallying for those people that have done the damage six or eight weeks ago now. They don't have a thankful heart. That spirit that's on Hamas, which, which that's what the name of that spirit is, Hamas, there's nothing thankful in that. I'll never forget Keith when he came back from Iraq. He said, Dad, everybody that we come against had death in their eyes. There was no life. Was, well, they don't have life because they have the spirit of death. They have no thankfulness. Anybody that could go into a nursery and cut the heads off of little babies couldn't have thankfulness for anything in their life. We're different, folks. That's what's different about you and I. We know God's got this no matter how bad things are. He tells us there's going to be tribulation. He tells us there's going to be problems, but he also tells us, shows us at the end of the book who is going to win. That's why... All that's going on and everybody getting up. We, Doc always has a little something on Saturday mornings to share right after prayer. And we talked for just a few minutes about that topic. And he was sharing this book he was reading. He got it from Steve Kime. And it was talking about it looks like it's end times. It looks like rapture is going to happen. It looks, and everything looks like it's going to take place. And then he, then he turned to the front of the book. It was published in 1918. World War Two, World War One was getting ready to start, and everything looked like. Then you go to World War Two, and Hitler was destroying the Jews, and it looked like. And here we are, Israel's being totally surrounded by the evil, and it looks like. Paul, let's go back in the New. Let's go back to the New Testament. Paul said he's coming at any time. I would suggest you quit worrying about him coming, and start doing what he says. Be prepared. Be at that place of living for him. Be at that place of trusting him. Be at that place of just living in a place of total acceptance of what's going on. God's got this. I'm going to make the best decisions I can. I know I'll make mistakes, but he, he designed it so that's covered. I'm not doing mistakes on purpose. I'm just living for him, living for him. Oh, I made a mistake. God's got you. I'm living for him. And when it's all said and done, you're going to be okay. He's going to, you're going to suffer a little here and there. That's the way it is. But that doesn't mean you're losing out. That means you're going to win because in every suffering comes blessings because he's using you for other people. I, I don't want to be used, but I'm being used. I didn't want to lose my, my daughter-in-law and my grandkids. I didn't want to lose them. My gosh, no. I, they're in a better place. But yet he's used me through that. He's used Brad through that. He's used things. They've, people have seen us walk through it. Why did we walk through it? Because we had to. But you can do the same thing every day just by saying, Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. I'm losing my hair. Lord, thank you I'm losing my hair. Maybe I better not get on that topic. Colossians 2, 7 says, be rooted in him, abounding and overflowing <laughs> into, in it with thanksgiving. Be rooted in him, abounding and overflowing in it with thanksgiving. In other words, everything that he has done for us, let's get so rooted in it that that's what comes up and grows you. 
that the, the oak tree draws its moisture, draws its nutrients, and grows acorns that's all over my yard. You've got the same thing in you. Every, everybody here, I don't care what your age is, listen to me. If you're born again, whatever age, you're not, we've got every age you can think of here from, from teens to 70s, the Spirit of God lives in you. The seed of God lives in you. If you live according to this word with thanksgiving, the fruit will grow automatically. You don't have to grunt. It just starts happening. You'll make mistakes and you'll grow bad-looking acorns occasionally, but that doesn't mean because the majority of your acorns are going to be just right, and they'll grow when they get planted in other people's lives. That's what this is all about, us loving other people, us accepting other people, us building a relationship with him so we can walk like him and talk like him and forgive like him and not walk in that area of judgmentalism and those things that we shouldn't be doing. Just love everybody where they're at because this is a book of thanksgiving. This is a life of thanksgiving. God's got it. 2 Timothy 2.13. Guys, come on up. 2 Timothy 2.13 says, If we are faithless, he remains faithful. When we make mistakes and our faith is down, guess who always stands with us and never leaves us? He does. He always takes care of us. He's an everlasting God, folks. Our place is to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I can't, I can't express to you how many times that comes up stand, sitting right there and standing right there. When a song goes on, and, you, you, and at the end of it, I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything you're doing. You say, well, that's because things are good. No, that's got to be all of the time in your life. Trust in him and watch what he does for you. You ready?
Help us to bring come to that place in our life where we say thank you for everything, trusting in you and everything that is going to take place and how you're going to bring it out for good. We thank you for it, Father. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Call you blessed. Have a good turkey day.